Welcome to the Rise and Flow podcast with me, your host, Elaine, a 5-1 manifester and the goddess of fun. This is a space where we go deep into unlocking your magic so you can step into your power in your life and business. Tune in weekly with me and a host of expansive guests where we dive deep into areas such as energetics, spirituality and business so you can rise and flow. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to an exciting episode. I am recording in the studio today with an amazing soul, Kathy McCarthy, also known as the Enlightened Heart Seer. So Kathy is from Ireland. We actually met for the first time in real life a couple of weeks ago. She was on my SAS Collective Mastermind. So I have a massive in-depth knowledge of all of her amazing gifts which we are going to talk about. So she is a seer, so psychic medium, amazing power and magic to have. And she is also a light worker and tarot mentor. So when we were working together, actually, Kathy birthed through this beautiful tarot program called See the Seer in You, because we all have the ability. And tarot is such a powerful tool to use to provide us guidance in our life and our business. So I'm bringing Kathy on today to talk about the power of tarot. So welcome, Kathy. And it's really inspiring about her, actually, just to finish her intro, is that like she is only newly embarked on this journey of being a full-time solopreneur, Kathy was a full-time nurse and she left behind her career in nursing to move into this beautiful space and be a leader in this collective. So I'm really honored and so grateful to have you join us today, Kathy. Oh, thank you so much. Okay, my heart is actually bubbling over here with what you said there. Yeah, I just feel really nurtured by your words there. It's beautiful. My heart is just exploding. So I'm really, really happy to be here with you today and yeah, to just kind of get chatting and get deep into what we want to speak about today. So yeah, thank you. Fab. Oh, so in terms of human design, right? So I'm the manifester. Kathy is a generator and it was insane working together because, you know, she's so in tune with herself and her body and her intuition. I'd like, I'd challenge through some information. I'm going, Kathy, you need to do this. You need to change your name. You need to do whatever. And she'd feel it in her body and respond. And I've never seen someone execute so much magic in such a short space of time. And then in that time that we were together, it was insane. That's so funny because I'd literally be like, will you stop fucking initiating me again? You know, because it was like propelling this like, it was like this snowball of like bursting creativity that I actually... Like if someone had asked me, particularly in nursing and, you know, I was up and I moved up the ladder in management and nurse specialist. And like if someone had asked me, are you creative? I probably would have said no. So like being in the SAS collective as well and us kind of having that beautiful relationship together, it was like literally like snowballing me and my body's response to be like, oh, you know, this feels really good in my body. Exciting. Fuck it. I'm just going to break through the barriers here and literally say yes to like taking the leap in so many directions. So, yeah, we definitely you initiated me so much. It was kind of like what we were talking about earlier, just before we press record, like massive quantum leaping, you know, like literally like even if I take a step back sometimes and if I went a lot into the mind, I'd be thinking, oh, my goodness, I'm doing so much. How did I get here? Am I able for this? Who am I to do this? And it's really given me the space to be like be in the present moment and to actually feel into my intuition and my soul. And if it lights up my soul now, I'm like a hell yes. I just go for it which is 
can bring a lot of change in my life as well and, and has done in the last like two years particularly like the last year so yeah definitely the SAS collective and also having that relationship has like yeah a beautiful kind of response for me and like the manifester generator energy like really works beautifully together so yeah we just kind of like shake things up again. oh no it's so beautiful so like in eight weeks yeah like you rebranded you launched a program you did so you know, it was incredible to watch but I want us to go back a little bit right because well I know we've talked about this loads on the podcast like as in like you know rising up into our potential and, and when we find our flow through the boundary work and the alignment to how fast shit can happen so like I was more so for to actually showcase Kathy as an inspiration to anyone out there like in terms of when we get out of our own way things can move very very quickly so I want to go back to before we go into the tarot and the development and unlocking of your gifts right so nursing and what was your signs that you were like okay I'm done I need to leave the patriarch and your journey out I suppose okay straight away when you said that it brought me back to a time I remember to make change what I felt I worked in a lot of nursing homes which is dementia and end of life care for a good few years and I felt to make change I had to be and you did actually have to be in management. So you had the dual role of nursing someone at the end of their life and then manager. And I remember actually, particularly when I was having my bleed and stuff, I'd be so emotional because I would pick up on everybody's energies and not just when I had my bleed, but more so. And like being an empath as well, I found it super, super challenging to see people trying to communicate, particularly in dementia, because that's like a real that's where your clear abilities really come online, I feel. And for me, that really expanded when I was working with people with dementia because I had to step into their energy. Do you know what I mean? And literally feel what they wanted to say, what they want to communicate, how they're feeling, that deep inner knowing. And I suppose it was kind of like, God, I can't really reach people totally here because I'm running around in my masculine all the time, which I hadn't realized. Because when you think of nursing, you think of, oh, that's so nurturing, it's a calling you know and like it is but then you're in this like vicious cycle of and system of like multitasking galore and like how can you really care for someone because it was caring for people human beings their emotional body their physical body their spiritual aspect when you're literally like in your masculine and like you're kind of conditioned to be like that you know so that's kind of where it stemmed I was like oh I kept getting these nudges to be like "Mm, you know I'm just too sensitive for this probably and then I remember in 2019 I was actually chatting to my mom and I was like I don't know if I can do this anymore but I love I love the people and I love being there at someone's end of life as well like I think that's such a beautiful privilege you know even in the dying process and for me I can speak openly about that because I've been there with so many people when they take their last breath and I just think it's such an honor to be there and it really kind of brought me into that spiritual world of energy I could feel them it was even thinking about it now I'm picturing someone I could feel their spirit you know and their essence and I remember my mother saying will you just like do a course you've always been into holistic and she worried used the word holistic care and I said okay so I, I reached out I had a Reiki session and I knew instantly that was for me and that was in 2019 and that really propelled me on my more awakening journey into the spiritual aspect I've always been kind of an advocate and a rebel and you know against systems since I was a child but it really propelled in 2019 to be like oh there is so much more and like I think you know when we talk about waves of awakening and this isn't to say there's like hierarchy or anything like that but I feel that 
for me in 2019 before 2020 and all that all that I'll just say all that because it kind of brings up still a little bit of triggering for me to be honest particularly yeah in that working yeah. in that system at yeah. the time and I feel yeah for me in 2019 for me to have that more spiritual awakening really really adapted me and gave me the tools to navigate through 2020 in the health system particularly being a strong empath an intuitive a person who you know was on a journey of reclamation of my body and it was a real strong journey of sovereignty and now I feel like I'm at the other end of that where I can really step up as you said like and lead and mentor other people and I suppose not mentor isn't like do this do that but really live by my actions you know and lead by example and how I embody like literally like my awakening and my spiritual journey so yeah so that's kind of where it was and I knew and actually in December just gone I called it in because I did call it in I was saying I need more space to be creative I need more space and I called in what I would say ascension symptoms or you know the flu and clearing out in December so I had to take two weeks off the job and it landed me into the space of like a decision clarity and I had that like aha moment of like no I'm good I'm good to make this decision I'm good to voice out into work into my family into my partner that I'm embarking on this new journey and I'm I'm saying goodbye to nursing as it is and as it was yeah and just bringing my healing abilities on a different journey and I yeah closed that door in March of 2022 so that's kind of in a nutshell but there was definitely like a whole you know rigmarole in the last three years of finding my voice and yeah, reclaiming my sovereignty was massive, massive for me. Oh, I know there is so much and it is a long journey. And just at what we're saying there in terms of like accessing the quantum field and quantum leaping, I was just saying to Kathy before we jumped on and hit record is in like her power in terms of, well, the fact that she's a seer, but the fact on um, the whole essence around tarot and the benefits of this and you mentoring other people that are coming up and they're bringing this into their business or into their realm because it's like, okay, this took me four years, but this can only take you four months because we're passing on that learning and the wisdom. So, you know, we've our soul's wisdom, but there's also the wisdom that we're accumulating in this lifetime. So just on one area, right, before we go in a little bit deeper on the essence of the tower, right? But so when you're saying to your family, I am leaving my sustainable, reliable, traditional job in nursing to go out and deliver Reiki sessions and do tarot. What was the response and how did you navigate with family? Because I even remember that myself being like, it absolutely tested the fuck out of my belief system because initially I was always so triggered. I'm like, you just don't understand. And I was responding, which was also giving my power away. And this is our journey back to sovereignty with like, who are we? What do we believe in? And that we don't react because we give our power away again when we're reacting because, they, you know, people want us to be safe. And, you know, often when we embark on something that's different and lead a new way, we trigger other people because it's like, oh my God, they might have to change then and they might not be ready. So what sort of experience did you have on this and kind of on how did you navigate it? And what advice would you give anyone? Because I know the whole world, all of our consciousness is elevating and we're all at different stages. So like, I think this is a real part where that needs to be explored and discussed about more openly because this is the stage where sometimes makes people stop, stop proceeding forward, stop listening to the intuition 
and they'll just try and suffer through what they're doing, which becomes unbearable then because you're not following the inner soul wisdom. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like I'm getting shivers now, just uh, even feeling about this because, okay, before I even go into that experience, what's coming up as strongly is that like, you know, no one knows you better than you know yourself. And particularly if we're talking about human design, like you're a manifester, we are completely different people. We might have, you know, so much in common, but like how you make your decisions is completely different to how I do. And I think that's so important that we're not taught that in school for obvious reasons, you know, to keep us, you know, in the kind of one kind of pot really of consciousness and exploration. And like, yeah, so I first of all, just want to say if there's anyone in that position, if you feel strongly in your body, in your intuition, in your gut, like if your gut is saying to you, this is right for me, honor that. And the people will actually, it's almost like the snowball again. So like when I had said that to like, you know, people close to me, like to be fair, my nursing pals and all that that I trained with and people, my colleagues understood. They were like, we can see it in you. And we're actually like, you're inspiring us. So I feel like it was a ripple effect out to them as well. My family and my partner and, and close friends, it was kind of like, mm, I don't know if you should do that, but that's their fears, you know, that's their, and it's from a, a place of love and like protection, you know, it's nothing against them. However, for me, it actually, again, propelled more sovereignty and more empowerment to be like, you know what, now, fuck this, like, I have to do this. If people fall away, they fall away. However, on the other side of it, then it's like, I feel even like, yeah, so I left a really, really good income, you know. But the more you actually step into your sovereignty and your inner wisdom, there's so much more abundance there, not just in financial terms, but abundance in how you actually show up in your everyday life. You know, like I loved aspects of my job in nursing, but I wasn't in love with it. It didn't bring me like a lot of joy, to be fair, at the end of it. And people, they saw that even like, but it was still like this. I feel like it's the generational trauma. It's the fear. It's like, you don't do that. And actually I had a lot of ancestral, like even like in the spirit realm being like holding me back because they felt like I was going to be persecuted because obviously in past lifetimes or, you know, lifetimes, whether they're past or they're ongoing at the moment, who knows, you know, that we were persecuted and people were even in school, like our parents and people, you know, there was, yeah, the ruler got out, you know, if you got out of line or if you spoke about your creative gifts or your your insights or your psychic abilities. So I feel like that came up a lot in the physical realm of my parents and family, but also the ancestral. So again, it, they go hand in hand, you know what I mean? Like the physical and the spirit realm and, and what we have to move through. And also like I'm here to trigger people in my human design. Like I call out a bit, a good bit of BS. Like that's what I'm here for. I have the gate of shock and I am here to trigger people into their awakening as well which is hard for me because obviously then you're triggered yourself because you're not getting that feedback from someone that you, you know, that your soul desires, you know, that like, that kind of like go for it. Yeah. You know, you're supported. But again, I just had to take the leap of faith. Like I knew it would serve me for my highest good. And like, yeah, I just feel like just step out of the comfort zone. That's a huge thing. So with family and friends, et cetera, like, and for ourselves, we've all lived in the comfort zone for how long? And that feels really comforting and good even though we know there's more out there and as soon as we break through the barriers you're actually igniting it in other people to be like oh fuck you know that's kind of coming up for me as well but I'm too afraid so that's why there's triggers and that's why maybe people or society want to hold you back so that like a lot of people won't follow you then afterwards and actually create the life that they desire you know what I mean are you ready for an initiation <laughs> another one I do you know what I am yes Okay, great. 
just as you're speaking there and I was like okay this is a great time to introduce the whole concept of like you know wounds and the wounds that we need to heal to really transform and transcend into our power so like we've got the mother wound the father wound you know just speaking of family then we have the sister wound because we have experienced you know like women traditionally in the workplace you know we're showing up in our masculine all the time and it was so cutthroat that often it's sometimes we don't feel safe with each other there's a lot of I see that so often but also we have the witch wound just speaking of unlocking your gifts and I was like oh my god Kathy should do a workshop on this on like how we heal that witch wound because when we do when we really start to see our gifts so like back in the day maybe you can explain this a little bit in terms of you know we were burnt witches were burnt at the stake for their gifts and this has been passed down so this is also why you see like when people move into the wellness space that they undercharge for their services because they were so used to bartering like I see this massively working through with clients right and I'm kind of going, no, if you're not charging your worth, I mean, how are you going to grow and scale a business and make the impact that your soul is here for? Do you know, if we're sitting playing small, so there's an element of healing that money trauma story as well, which is another wound. But anyway, which wound? Tell us in terms of navigating that to really stand in our own belief system of our gifts. Yeah. And it's funny for me, like the word witch even like, it kind of made me have a bit of a soul inquiry, you know, about oh why does that not why aren't I using the word witch but I suppose the reason I feel like they gave that word at the time to people like everyone who was a witch at the time was like us like they were human beings they were like anyone they were using their intuition they were healers they were midwives nurses psychics intuitives herbalists essential oils they were working with nature working with you know the whole physical and spiritual mindset so the word for me, which is, I feel like it was a bit derogatory. It was just a label at the time, you know, and I don't carry that on too much into this lifetime because I don't want to have another label on me, I suppose, even though I know we said it starts seer and all that, but really I'm just here to be myself and to use everything that I've been gifted, you know? So, and actually I remember having a reading before years, about three years ago. And I was like, oh, you were burned at a stake. And I was like, I could see how that would be so, but I don't have a physical direct memory of that, you know what I mean? Or a direct vision of that. And it was only, I think about a year ago, I was having an, an intuitive massage with a good friend of mine who actually works with essential oils. She's beautiful. And during the massage, I actually cleared a past lifetime, I suppose. I seen whether it was myself, but it felt like myself down a well. And again, a lot of people at the time known as witches would have been thrown down wells, thrown off cliffs for like literally like standing in their power, standing in their sovereignty, standing in their self-expression. And yeah, I reclaimed that and saved that aspect. And that was like a healing of a past life. So the witch wound is still there. And also at the time, apparently, you know, like you said, sisterhood, people were saying, let's say if you had a kid and at the time it was like, I'm going to take your kid unless you give up Kathy, you know, that kind of way. You would have done that because there was no other alternative, really. So that was happening a lot. And I feel like that's still in our blueprint, in our DNA, in our genetics a little bit, in our past lifetimes that we bring as a soul essence. So that's still actually here today. However, thanks be to God, I'm feeling it more and more. Like the women that I'm meeting, like we're so supportive of each other, you know? And like when you were talking there about the abundance mindset, I really, I'd come from naturally and actually would have triggered my dad a lot as a kid. He'd be like, money doesn't go from trees or even in my twenties. And I'd be like, actually, that's the biggest lie we've ever heard because it does actually, if you think about it logically, grow from trees. 
So even in that essence, that was a blatant untruth. So for me, abundance and money has always been energy, you know, and the more I step into the soul heart business, it's like, well, I've done a lot of training as well in different holistic modalities and holding space is still a lot of energy. And like, I always say, like, if people are going to go on a night out or buy nice clothes, which is still beautiful, you know, you can then give that energy exchange to really, you know, the self-care and the events and the one-to-one sessions and, and all that. And yeah, it's about like, if I'm speaking in particularly in tarot sessions, or if I'm speaking in a one-to-one or in a cacao ceremony, I'm talking about an abundance mindset and like, you're worthy of all your heart's desires. And then I'm here sitting being like, oh, actually, I can't charge that amount because people mightn't come. Like, that's not honoring actually what I'm speaking. So then that's not being authentic to what I'm actually preaching, you know? And it feels good for me. I'll always feel in my body. And like, I'll always actually, if someone reaches out, you know, and says, it's, you know, I'm really, really feeling called, but it's hard for me at the moment. Like I have, you know, I'll feel into that and I will offer like lower energy exchanges at times, you know, but ideally like I'm coming from a place of like abundance and we're here to shift the narrative. And the perspective on money and energy, it is energy and moving out of that lack mentality. And that's coming up massively in the tarot sessions, you know, like huge for people. It's like you are worthy of that. And then walk, you know, walk your talk basically is what I'm trying to do as well. And I feel like you're doing that as well. You know, the earth is abundantly giving and we just have to accept it. Hello, beautiful soul. I interrupt this episode briefly just to share a little bit about the SAS Collective Mastermind, which is now open for enrollment. I co-created this mastermind to activate awakening entrepreneurs who are here to do things differently, make a positive impact, and live a life of freedom. So if you want to align your business with soul and systems and magnify into a state of joy and flow, then this is your official invitation from the manifester to be initiated and activated. Over the eight intimate weeks together, we will dive deep into the energetics of who you are and your business. Every week we will build momentum working on alignment, your deeper desires, boundaries, beliefs, cycle thinking, matched with higher consciousness strategy and the business systems to support your expansion with automation and flow at the core. The alchemy of spirituality, SaaS, strategy and systems will help you magnetize dream clients and sales on a soul level and you will walk away with a solid plan and foundation to scale and create the life and business of your dreams. So if you are ready to really step into your power as the leader in the collective and make your dreams come true, then you can sign up on my website and I'm going to drop the link in the show notes. So now I'm going to let you get back to this beautiful episode and feel free to drop into my DMs with any questions or book a discovery call. Oh yeah, so much. Like the abundance work is phenomenal. Phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. But learning to trust, right? So moving into abundance and abundance stream in your business. And I like, I specifically work with this in terms of when I'm anyone that I work with. And I know we did it in SAS. Like I've created this like chakra abundance model. So like having multiple streams in our business, you know, low ticket, high ticket, that's creating exchanges and helping people along different stages of their journey. So I actually did a soulpreneur tar reading with Kathy, which was when I say I shivers up and down my spine, I was like, oh my God, this is so freaking exciting. And it's actually nuts because it's probably about three months ago now. So basically in the reading, Kathy obviously sends you a recording of it and the tarot deck is beautiful, 
But like, it's great to reflect back on and kind of going, okay, no, I'm aware of this is happening. And actually, for me, what's unfolding massively right now, so it'll be interesting by the time this podcast is published, where the hell I'm going. But either was in like, September, October time, it was like travel, fertility, there's a lot of stuff on like the higher priestess coming in and others, just so much been activating and shifting in my life that I'm like, it's so in line with what came up in the tarot. And what I find it great for as well, in terms of the power of this, so like, and that's what I really want you to share with everyone today, like how they can use tarot in their life and business. Because I know the soulpreneur, I remember that was actually another thing. I was like, Kathy, you need to offer this specifically for business, not just personal. Because, you know, I've obviously come from a complete traditional business background. I mean, I did a degree, master's in business, like in global business and systems and whatever. And there was none of this, like, if you'd have told me 10 years ago when I'm there in my little pencil skirt and my stilettos, that I'd be sitting down using tarot to facilitate fucking business strategy or my intuition tapping into like, you know, my body pendulum, I would have been going, you're fucking off the charts. Like, you know, get that woman a straitjacket. Whereas now I am like, no, both are needed. The intuitive side, it's spirituality meeting business. And that's where this whole new world and what we're doing in the collective leading this way forward. So yeah, I'm sorry, I'm going off on a tangent there. I'm just like, it's just so exciting for me. It's been a game changer. So firstly, maybe is explain a little bit like, what is tarot? How does it work? How do you work? Like, you know, how can people use this in their lives to help them navigate and build trust? Because basically a lot of it can be confirmation of your own intuition if you've really brought your gifts online. But if not, and they're in the beginner stages, you really are like a major guide for them on their journey. Yeah, thank you. I'm just getting shivers and you said confirmation of their own, you know, inner guidance. That's literally what it is. So I'll just, yeah, for anyone who doesn't know Tarot is a 78 card deck and it started like in, okay, I can't remember, I, that was in my tarot program, but it started yonks ago. But even in history, it started more in Italy as an actual playing card game, you know, like the suits, like you would have played with your grandmother when you were younger. And then it developed more into like the gypsy kind of fortune telling. And then it, they added more cards. So the Rider Waite is kind of the original deck, which is the one that I would have started off a few years ago. The imagery in that, it really does tell a story, but it's quite in your face. So for me, I use the Lightseer's deck. So it has 22 major arcanas and they could be seen as like really profound, like spiritual events or really profound, like destiny kind of cards in your life. So like if you have a tarot reading and you have a good few major arcanas, this is a beautiful time for you. There's a lot of karmic lessons. There's a lot of kind of things to be excited about. It's really a big kind of energy, I suppose, in your life. So then we have the four suits, the suit of swords, the suit of cups, the suit of wands and the suit of pentacles. And I suppose like for me, the tarot, I had never any intention of reading tarot, becoming a tarot mentor, you know, doing sessions. It just evolved. And I think it really, really supported me in using my, you know, my clear abilities, my clairvoyance, my clairsentience, my clear audience and my intuition and psychic abilities in a very productive manner. So like, a lot of people are awakening now to their gifts and their healing abilities. And sometimes when we don't have an out for that, whether that's Reiki, Rahani or a creative kind of project or tarot or a podcast, you know, something like that, it kind of tends to stay in the body and you can feel quite overwhelmed and anxious. So for me, I think the tarot is a beautiful outlet for that. And yeah, it just kind of evolved. Like I did a few readings for friends, even with Oracle decks. So I would have started with Oracle decks. 
And I did a few readings for friends with the tarot and it was like, you need to share this. And again, my inner critic was like, oh, Jesus, like, you know, I'm still like, who am I to be a tarot reader? You know, I didn't do like a big course. Now I did kind of like online courses, but at the end of the day, they weren't really suiting to me and I had to teach myself. That was really where I was at. And yeah, so I offered it and she was like, I'm going to pay you. And I was like, no, no, no. And she's like, no, I'm paying you. And the feedback from her was just, it actually blew my mind. Because when you're in that state of channeling, you know, the true divine light, the consciousness, the universal love energy, anything is possible. And it actually blew my heart wide open to like the abilities that I have and so many people have that we don't even know are there. So that kind of started it off. And then, so I do offer them remotely. So if someone books in, they'll have it within a week. And I really go with my intuition and I send a video recording. So I think for me, it helps that I'm, you know, a Reiki practitioner and I'm a Rahani teacher as well. So I can really connect in a lot with distant energy. You know, energy is everywhere. We don't have to be right beside each other. So that really kind of propelled for me the remote sessions. But I am being initiated more and more to do with live Zooms and in person more and more again, you know, with people that I don't know, because I suppose I would have started off doing that with people I do know in my comfort zone. And yeah, and then the Soulpreneur came through from you. Like I do different card reading spreads, but the Soulpreneur was massive because as you said, like in the business world, like you have to have the systems in place, obviously, because you want to live a life, you know, like, how would you say, like a life of balance, I suppose, and not to be in your business all the time. So you have to have the systems in place. But then it's like, I said, how do you bring that in with the spiritual aspect and the holistic realm? So, yeah, the soul panoras are like, I really connect in with your soul first and what your soul wants to say to you. If there's any gifts that you maybe are deep down in your body and I haven't come up yet and then we do a six month reading ahead for you and your business as well so it's a beautiful kind of as you said like it really strengthens your inner voice like I feel with the tarot and a lot of the readings that come up are all about like clearing the limiting beliefs and the mindset awareness like and a lot actually lately has come up with cord cutting and boundaries so again the leaking of someone's energy you know like if you're around in the job and places it's so important to do like regular spiritual work with yourself and cleanse your auric field and yeah the abundance mindset and it's just it's a real nudge like sometimes it can be a bit of a kick up the arse to know it's like okay I'm you know I need to get out of the head and into the body and like really really come back and ground into the earth and see what's out there for me and it really broadens your perspectives and as you said you really know it yourself so a lot of the times I feel like people are like, you know what, I knew that and now I have confirmation. Thank you. So it's like really their inner authority is coming online more that they actually have this it's a deep reflection. There's so many things that I could say about it because each reading is different. I actually I have a big smile on my face because it really, really does light me up. I feel like it's such a, a sacred divination tool that was probably in the wrong hands for so many generations. And now it's like time to reclaim it back to really really land us into our heart and back yeah like we all deserve so much in this lifetime you know and I always get emotional nearly talking about it because it's like it really feels like such a unique a hidden tool that was kept from us for so long and it just feels like it's time to reclaim it so yeah and actually even on the tarot program I have so many people in the health system on it so it's very interesting that people are making their way back to to the divine really you know no, and it's interesting, actually. Like, so Kathy is the most heart-centered person I think I have ever met. And in terms of, like, we'd be on, like, mentoring calls or, like, different of the group sessions, like, fucking crying. Joe, just with, like, with joy, like, not sadness. 
And it was just interesting actually there hearing you because we haven't talked much about your job in nursing, but you're saying you were so in your masculine. It was like, do, 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 even for such a sensitive time that like almost like, you know, we're in the head more so than the heart. And, you know, I've been in that way in in business for so long as well. And it is, it's coming back and, you know, healing our hearts and opening our hearts to exactly as all of what you're saying, like more joy, more happiness, more love. And the world will just be such a better place. So I'm delighted that you are here in the collective leading this way, bring tarot back in as this beautiful tool, because, you know, I'm sure there's many people like, well, hopefully there's not people tuning in going, God, tarot, that's way too freaking hippie and witchy for me, because it actually isn't, it's so normal. But for anyone who may be a little bit skeptical on this, right? Because, I mean, I've always, my inner hippie wild child has always been there. I've loved going to tarot and everything all over the years. But I've really only massively intentionally started working on this as part, like if I have to think of going, what do I invest to support in myself for my life and business now? I'm like, I'm like tower readings, human design readings, astrologers, like you name it, like beyond like the business side. And I use this as tools to help me in my life and business to get to know myself more. And it is that confirmation piece. But just as an example, I was going to Kathy. I'm not going to list them all, but like say several different people for different things, right? And everybody, all of the women were channeling in similar messages for me. It was like, I needed to follow. I need to like go into sacred geometry. Um, there was stuff on my light language coming through, but real powerful wisdom that I needed to know. And even it was actually some, it was like, you know, I think everyone at that period of time was like, you need to quieten down now a little bit because there's information trying to come through to you and you're too busy and it's not coming through, right? So this is where we talk about like our channel, right? So each one of them were channeling in similar information for me to give me. So we all have a channel. I want you to talk a little bit about like, what is the channel? So when you're saying I'm receiving messages for people, like what the hell does that mean? Joe, we're not turning on Netflix. This is like source information is powerful and it's something every single person has access to when we learn to refine the channel, clear the channel and quieten down the mind. Mm, yeah, so beautiful. So like, I suppose I'll start back for me because I can only talk about my own journey and perspective, you know. So like being a cacao facilitator as well, that's a plant medicine of the heart. The Rahani is all about the heart. So it's all energy again. And like... A lot with the channeling, we were, you know, when you're younger and you're growing up with your imagination, like the imagination is a live thing. It's reality. It's living. It's there. It's not a fabrication, you know, that kind of way. And I suppose when we get to teenage years and schooling and all that, it's kind of, oh, that's just your imagination. It's so powerful. And it's to tune into like, like I'll see. Okay. So first of all, I've done a lot of different like psychic development, not a lot, a few of them courses to really enhance and build my confidence in what I'm feeling and seeing for myself and I'm always coming from the heart that's really the golden thread in all my offerings is I really like honor like the energy of the heart and like so many people are most of humanity are beautiful living souls you know what I mean and their hearts are so closed from like just so many different things and it's yeah I just really feel like the channeling is like to come back into the heart so I'll always channel from the portal of my heart for me, I'll connect you with my higher self and my soul because that's truth to me, you know, and then I will hold the intention 
that the person, the client, their higher self will connect with my higher self. And both of them, unity together, will open up into the true organic source consciousness, the divine creator, God, whatever the person feels themselves. But for me, it's the organic source consciousness because that is the highest frequency of divine light and unconditional love that I know of. And I connect with the person. I don't even need a picture sometimes if I don't know them. I just connect into their soul essence. And I'll always ask for messages and guidance or advice that is for their highest good only and in harmony with their nervous system. And it's really about, yeah, accessing the quantum realm of divine light, you know, the real light only for their highest good. And I suppose that's where the channeling comes through. And at the first few tarot sessions I did, I really felt attached to them. You know, I was kind of like when I sent off the video, I'd be thinking, oh, my goodness, like, did I do well? Do they resonate? You know, and yourself, you're kind of self you're guessing, I suppose. And also maybe a little bit of feedback, you know, and actually the feedback came. I didn't have to ask for it, which is beautiful. And then that's where I was like, OK, I knew I was connecting to my intuition. I knew I was channeling there. And it's all about strengthening your inner confidence as well. and stepping out so if you see a flash of light if you see an orb and like for me when I'm channeling through tarot it's a tool so sometimes I'll pull a card and I'll say hold up I just give me a minute and I'll actually channel and sometimes someone's you know ancestor or grandmother might come in or I'll see a vision and it's nothing got to do with the card but I have to trust myself and I speak that out like for one instance there was a lady who booked on and I was tapping my chest a lot and I was like God, I feel like, you know, you have a lot of expression in your throat, but I was like, it's different. And and I was speaking, I said, you know, I'm feeling light language for you. Like, and it was funny. She said she was walking in a field listening to the recording on her lunch break. And she never knew when I mentioned light language in the recording, she didn't know what I was talking about. And she said, but as soon as I kind of finished that aspect of tapping my chest on the session and finishing that channeling part, she said immediately this gibberish and light language came out of her mouth and she was like oh my goodness so there was an activation there so if I didn't trust myself my own channeling abilities and went with what the card or you know the general interpretation of the card was she wouldn't have gotten that activation or that initiation and it's not me being like I activate people it's the channeling abilities I suppose that her soul was ready for her to hear that does that kind of make sense so it's all about like being ready. And I suppose there's a self-responsibility as well. For me, if I was booking in with someone, I'll feel their energy. So if you feel good about someone, that's a clear sign, you know, that maybe you should book in with them. If you don't, don't, you know, that's not to say they're not a bad reader, but maybe they're just not for you and you're maybe you're not ready. And there's a self-responsibility as a client booking in for a tarot session or any session, human design or any Reiki session, whatever it is, that you're actually stepping up for yourself as well. And you're wanting to experience something new for you because you know what's there. So there is a self-responsibility for both the reader and the client. And yeah, it's just a beautiful, it can support you in this awakening journey as well, because I am connecting in with your higher self and your soul, you know? So I just love it. I'm literally, if, if the video is on, you'd see me here being like, oh, I love it. My heart is like, there's just heart, a heart expansion with it as well. And there's a lot of confirmation with people as well who are feeling like, oh, Jesus, you know, this job isn't for me. Where am I at? And I'm getting so much in the readings about career and like about a lot of healers coming through. And yeah, it's just amazing. So I'm just, I'm honored, you know, in this lifetime to actually be able to do this. Oh, it's such a wonderful gift. And I was actually just going to ask you that there in terms of like, obviously, I mean, I went to you specifically for the soulpreneur reading for about my business. 
But in terms of like another great point you're saying there in terms of going like someone's going like, I don't like my job. What am I meant to do? And, you know, traditionally we're conditioned to be like, do I go to a career guidance person or do I do some like surveys online or, or whatever? And that's where I actually found the whole tarot piece and the human design amazing. And I've actually guided someone who's navigating this at the minute as well, because it is, you know, we're older, we've been in a system for so long. Yes, we do have reliable salaries and we might have bills and all this kind of pay, but like, you know, we're becoming unhappy. And particularly like a few points that you mentioned in there in terms of like, when we're getting that intuitive wisdom and we're ignoring it, it can show up in our body like anxiety or whatever. And I remember this was a huge case for me as well, because I just was like, do, 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 do. And I wasn't listening to the intuitive wisdom as much. And my system was overwhelmed. Like, and it was, it was kind of, I wouldn't say, was it anxiety? I'd say leading to burnout more than anything else. But my system was over-regulated. So I've like, actually learning to listen to that and trust ourselves is huge. And this is why I think working with Tara is amazing because it is getting that confirmation the same way as in like when you started, you were getting confirmation for your gifts. Like, and like, you know, people are coming back to you going, oh my God, that's completely resonated. And then it's brought more, like it's more activation and everything is always a theme here when we're looking at like working for their purpose. It's like, follow the step and then the next step illuminates just so it's just keep taking the daily steps the big steps the leaps whatever is coming forward for you so in terms of life situations like for someone to come to you for tarot like it could be anything right should I be in this partnership should I you know take this job should I leave this job you know like should I get a dog you know should I move country you know there's literally nothing right that you can't consult tarot for yeah and like I suppose for me at the moment I have specific spreads that I like to do because they encompass all of what you just said like I do have a relationship spread but like sometimes with the soul reading as well and like the heart's desires reading it encompasses all of that so that's why I know there's beautiful other tarot readers out there who would do maybe very specific questions which I can do as well but I love the broader because I can see because I'm the seer as well or I am a seer I can see past the horizon, you know, and I love the soul readings. But like that, the 12 month ahead readings, I actually just downloaded, like as if I downloaded on a computer, in my <laughs> channel, a download for an ancestral kind of guidance reading as well, which I'm doing actually this evening or tomorrow for a lovely woman, because a lot is coming up for people as well with the ancestral stuff, because there's a lot of lessons in there, but there's a lot of like triggers and like physical stuff with ancestral healing and trauma. But then there's so much lessons and so much initiation in that so there's a broad range like and I invite people like when they're booking on I don't ask for like I'd rather know very little information because I don't want to be biased you know like so the less I know the better but if there's a very specific question I have had someone you know asking me I need to pick this job or that job and I'll do a card spread on that and more often than not the reading twice has been before for people is like okay you need the cards are coming up as a lot of cups which are like the emotions the intuition the consciousness so literally the reading was saying like, you need to listen to your intuition. So I was just reflecting back to the person, what their body was trying to tell them, but they were in the mind. There's just, it's so vast because it is a channeling tool, like a psychic, like a medium and that kind of thing, an intuitive session, anything can come up. So I'd always say to people like, it could be a soul reading, an entrepreneur reading, but it could go in whatever way your higher self wants the direction to go in. So that's why I don't hold an attachment to whatever the reading is, because 
it's for the person's highest good at that moment in time. Do you know what I mean? Because as you said, like when we're talking about earlier about the quantum leap, things are changing in literally like the blink of an eye. So whatever your soul wants you to know in that moment is there for you. And I think when you were talking about like, you know, people being in a career and being stagnant, like I actually had a conversation yesterday with someone thinking back to loads of nursing jobs I had. And when it came to like, let's say I still work shift work, but let's say I was off on a weekend. And on a Sunday, I'd be like, oh, I can't really do much because I was so up in the mind about preparing for the next day, the 12 hour shift. And if I did this, I might be able to sleep. And like my whole day was wasted by being like in this mentality of like a bit of dread, you know, that kind of way. And like when you're in that mindset and in that energy, nothing is going to, not nothing, but a lot of things won't come into you that are really going to help you expand and bring in more abundance and more joy. So again, I just, because I know there's a lot of people out there who are in jobs and it's like, oh, this just isn't for me. And how do I get out of this? Because the money aspect really does hold us back. You know, it does, because that's what we've been brought up, like the mortgage, the kids. And I totally resonate and get that. But I think there comes a time, particularly with the quantum leaping, if your soul is activating you and your intuition is like, just go for it. I promise you, you'll be supported. You have to lean into that trust more and more and more. And literally, like if you make that decision, you'll be surprised. You could even be still in the job and have to work a month's notice. But as soon as you make the decision, verbalize it to yourself first and then out to the world, you'll be surprised actually how much is going to come into your world, like more and more people to bring you on a different path, more opportunities, more abundance, more self-expression. It's explosive, really, like, isn't it, Elaine? It's like, it's just waiting for you. Ah, there's a reason why I've brought you in for this podcast, because, I mean, my spiritual journey, like, began hugely, I suppose, like, actually, Jesus, nine years ago, is it eight years, eight years ago, sorry, since I left, like, my big job, I still didn't fully leave corporate, but it was the time I was working in Myanmar, I was like, no, I'm going to India to do my yoga training and figure out what my next steps were. But I mean, I was not going, oh, I'm working with source or I'm channeling. Like any of these words were absolutely not in my vocabulary. And I suppose it was really the last two, three years, same as you, 2019 actually was the major shift came for me. And I've really leaned into that. And now I'm I'm like, I'm now I'm like quantum leaping is massive. Had I access to this information that we're discussing today, I would not have spent so long thinking about going, should I leave my fucking career? Because when you do take the action, like I know every single person I bring on here to share their story as well. It's like when we start taking the action, action from our higher self, because it's our higher self that's coming in going, no, do this, do this. It's the logical mind that's going, no, keep eating those fries or keep doing this or whatever it is. It's like something that will keep you safe in the same rhythm of what you're always doing. Like, you know, stay going to work because you need to pay your bills. When we actually start activating our higher self and taking that action, we do like the life on just unfolds at such a more rapid pace. And I've really even seen that like hugely myself in my own life and business this year because I was like, I'd ignored my intuition, even in terms of my own business. And then I was like, no, wake up listen. And it is, it's just, I think this is a phenomenal tool. So I want you, I'm going to put um, all Kathy's stuff in the show notes anyways, like her Instagram channel, her website, her YouTube, where she does readings and everything. So you can book in any sort of individual reading, but I want you to tell us about your tower program, right? Because you're here to lead this collective in this space, you know, bringing people back into the heart consciousness. And you have this amazing program to help people like, you know, 
learn tarot either for themselves individually if they want to actually develop their own practice or if they want to add it into their business to help others activate this gift. So will you tell us a little bit about through this year? Yes. Yeah, I will. Okay. And just going back to quantum leaping so that everyone knows that it's actually in the blink of an eye. I'll make this quick. But when we were, when I was in the SAS collective with Elaine, it was the first week, I think we were meant to do some homework the night before. And I didn't know that was my own self-responsibility and about channeling our higher self in five years. But anyway, we were on the call and I was literally on the spot. It was like, oh, I was like, oh shit, that's now, you know? So what came out of my mouth was, I'll be uh, teaching tarot. And even as I said it, I was like, oh, genie Mac, you know? And I went for a Rahani session a few weeks later. And the woman said to me before she even put her hands on me, she said, you need to teach tarot. And I thought, okay. And that night I went home and I swear to God, that's down streams of downloads came in. I was sitting on my phone in the dark. My partner was asleep. So I was like, it just kept coming through this tarot program. So that's quantum leaping. So even though it was channeling yourself in five years time, it was like literally like instant, you know? So I just want to put that out there because energy is so quick right now. When we say yes and move past the fear, then it's like you can get it. So yeah, we're actually in week four. I did week four last night. So it's a six week program. It's very educational, but very, very intuitive. So my intention for it is for people to become an intuitive tarot card reader. And what I mean by that is there's seven day cards in the deck. There is thousands of interpretations of meanings so what I'm doing in the tarot program is I'm getting them to read every card themselves and bring up their own intuitive meanings and what they get and it's just a beautiful way to I suppose strengthen your psychic and intuitive abilities while learning tarot and while learning to become an actual tarot reader either for yourselves as you said or for other people now the the people on the course are like I'm like you've been tarot readers before like you're just really really stepping in and I feel like we're going to have more more and more tarot readers on Irish soil coming up which is just beautiful so yeah we're on week four just finished so it's a six-week program and then I love to finish it off with an additional session on week six it's a closing cacao ceremony so it's all about the heart again I'm really really mentoring them to channel from the heart so yeah that'll be finished at the start of August and then I'm going to run it again well the intention is to run it again in October yeah so it's just beautiful it's for men and women And as I said, it's just really, really to access, as I said earlier, you know, when your intuition and your psychic abilities are coming more and more in line, it's like, how can you release that out of your body and not let it, all that energy build up in your body? Because I think it can be quite overwhelming. So it's just a beautiful tool. And yeah, again, I'm honored. It's like, you know, if I would have seen myself maybe a few years ago being a tarot mentor, no, I probably wouldn't have had, but I'd be open to it, you know, but yeah, so I'm, again, I'm honored. It's a beautiful, beautiful program and it's just flourishing. Yeah, it's just gorgeous. Amazing. So you said it's for men and women, right? But it's also for anyone in general. So like, you know, it does. you don't have to be an entrepreneur to oh, be God. a tarot reader. Like obviously you could start out like just for your own. I've done so many courses in terms of like, you know, my yoga training. I did teach yoga for periods of time and I do do yin from time to time as well. But I'm like, you know, my goal is not to be a yoga teacher. It was just part of my own journey and my healing stuff. So like for me, it was like very much like my healing work and embodiment work and understanding of energy, right? So people can do the tarot program, right? Just to develop their gifts. They don't necessarily have to be tarot readers for other people, right? Unless it's friends yeah, and or whatever they want to do. Exactly. And even like, it's all like the feedback I've gotten is like, it's such a beautiful space for them to really strengthen their intuition in, in every aspect of their life. And it's all about like having the confidence to be like, 
no, I did feel that or in whatever, or I did see that. And again, I'm not just speaking about like spirits or like, you know, shadows or whatever it is, but like, it's that inner knowing. And it's actually so much about that sovereignty again. And like, reclaiming your inner authority and like being able to express yourself and be confident in your decision making I think is really really strong with the tarot program as well and being like no it's really really beautiful because when you do the program as well it's like you're connecting straight away with your intuition so the logic mind is at the back a little bit so it strengthens that in any aspect of someone's life because that logic that ego can come in obviously it's beautiful to have that but it can come in and overshadow the initial intuition hit that we had you know what I mean so it's open to anyone like I don't know. Yeah, there isn't. I don't think there is an entrepreneur on the program as yet, you know, but it's just it's open for anyone. It's really going back to that childhood imagination, intuition, those gifts that we all have. And it's about reclaiming that back in your life, which can bring in so much abundance and creativity in every area, every relationship. Yeah, it's gorgeous. It's just a beautiful program to that was just channeled through. So, again, I'm honored to share it. Amazing. No, I'm so proud of you. I think it's it's phenomenal. And just in terms of entrepreneurship, I really want to just kind of put a little bit of spotlight on this before we wrap up, because, you know, we always say that, you know, sovereignty coming back to like ourselves and our true power and authority, but also, right, in terms of entrepreneurs, building a business in this new paradigm is multiple streams of income into our world, because, you know, a lot of us are multi-passionate and we're helping people at different levels of their consciousness and their healing journey. So the tarot, like you obviously have multiple streams in terms of your ceremonies, your programs, individual readings. I'm loving now that you've got all your beautiful systems and automatic bookings set up that, you know, like you're literally generating revenue when you're a fully embodying your work. And that's what I love about you is in like that you are an embodiment. You're not here just telling people to drink cow and go into their heart space. Like you live in that every day. Like you're like, you work with your cycle. You're just in it. So for people that could learn tarot to bring into their business, like what does that mean, right? Because like you're only one person, you can only serve so many people. So I think it's amazing that you're teaching others to go how to read tarot and how they can bring it into their life and business for their clients. So we're continually expanding and the entire collective rises. So how does it work for entrepreneurs? Okay, well, I'm even just picking up there, like there's the need for so many more of us. So like, even that I could have kept the tarot to myself and been the tarot reader, you know, and like, cause there's only, not there's only a few of us. I don't mean that, but it's up and coming, you know, but like, that's the sisterhood wound. I really just wanted to open it up because like you said, I'm not for everyone. You're not for everyone. Do you know what I mean? It's who resonates. And I think from the entrepreneur point of view, like there's so many people who are massage therapists, Reiki practitioners, Rahani, etc. all of that essential oils. And like, read angel cards, read oracle cards. And it's like, bring it in because there's so much, oh my God, there's so much like wisdom in the tarot as well. And it's just another tool to add. So it's just beautiful. And again, as I said at the start, really my intention and the vision I got like strongly and strong intuitive hit I had with the tarot was the reclamation of it. And particularly here in Ireland, you know, there's such a religious kind of aspect here that hopefully, you know, we're just kind of, yeah moving out from and like standing in our heart and coming back to that and I feel like the tarot is a way to reclaim aspects of ourselves as well particularly on the land of Ireland that's why like because even you were saying earlier like I think my dad said you don't do that do you? do you know it was like and I was like oh shit you know and I was like I do actually I do read tarot so it's like there's such a generational attachment to it as well and I feel like bringing that in 
as you said, like having multiple streams of offerings is so important because it creates a momentum of energy as well and flow. And I think tarot just holds a potent medicine. Yeah, that really, really has been called out to the land of Ireland. So again, it's like I can feel it when you were saying about the heart, I can feel the emotion rising in me with this. So just really, really strong connection that I have with it. And I feel that's a, been channeled through that it really is needed for Ireland strongly. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, thank you so, 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 so much for joining us and sharing all of your wisdom and the power of tarot. And like Kathy's work is global. So anyone tuning in from wherever you are in the world can access any of her readings. Um, I'll put her links in the show notes. And for anyone who is based in Ireland as well, she does a lot of in-person events as well around the country. And they'll be all available on her website, which I'll link as well. But thank you so much, beautiful soul. I do totally recommend go and follow her and connect into her energy because she's fabulous. Oh, thank you so much. I'll just go off now and I'll be crying my heart with joy and gratitude. Thank you. It was so beautiful to talk about it. <laughs> Perfect. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in. So tune into yourself, back to your heart, and we will talk soon. Thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of your journey and activating your higher self. I'm so grateful to every listener in this community and would love to know what you think. So drop into my DMs or send me a message and be a part of the expansion of our collective by subscribing, sharing and leaving a five-star review. And let's rise and flow together.